Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. Greetings, greetings, family. It's your boy G. Read it all. And that's right. You're tuning into the one and only Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Today, family, is a day of question and answers. That's right. And uh, I always look forward to this part of the show every week now that we're doing this because it gives those of you the many of you that email me, whoever gets selected, it gives those of you a chance to be heard uh, through your emails. And if, like I said, there's no way I can get to everybody, but I definitely still answer and reply each and every one of you uh, physically through your emails. You just may not all be selected, <laughs> you know, on air. So uh, family, I want to thank you all so much for your support. Uh, recently I have been getting more donations that is a blessing Um, you know whatever you guys fill in your hearts to give for the good cause of Pharaoh Radio it is definitely well appreciated there's so many times that um, there are a lot of people who do a lot of things who don't get any type of support and when someone uh, was being genuine being honest and really trying to get somewhere really trying to grow, really trying to expand and get the message out, have a much broader, bigger broadcasting network. It's not easy, family. And I'm learning that as along as I've been doing this. I'm learning that as I go along. Uh, a lot of times people will say they got you and that's just, you know, hearsay. But those of you that tune into the show and not all of you, I understand, are able to, to donate. But at least... Definitely, I hope that you're getting something positive from our show. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into some of this research, and I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And uh, like I said, we try to touch on any and everything. There's more we can always do and do better. Uh, and that's why I love to read your emails, because I have not received any negative emails from any of you. Now, there may have been a few of you at times that will, you know, definitely voice your opinion. But no one has ever been disrespectful. And I'm blessed thus far to say that. Now, that could change (laughs) as we speak. Um, Because real life says that not everybody's going to always be kind. Not everybody's going to always agree. And not everybody's going to be on the same page. And my thing is, if you don't like anything that we do here on the show, if you don't like me, for whatever reason, I wouldn't know. But just that's, that's just who you are. Then that's just who you are. But it's not going to stop 
what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. And that's to be exactly just this, getting information out, talking to you all down to earth from one person to another person and each one teach one. I say it all the time. So we're going to start off with our questions. Um, I've decided not to do two and three commercials. We're going to do one commercial. And when we come back, we're going to do everybody's um, questions. So it gives me time enough to answer. Uh, And we'll see what the time length is on the show. If it's a shorter time frame and me just doing one commercial when it comes to questions and answers then I might be able to squeeze two or three more of y'all's questions in depending on the questions and the length uh, or the lengthy amount of answers I give to your questions so let's start off coming from Massachusetts we have Alicia Alicia says oh my god mine blown I could not stop or do anything else but listen to the Metaverse podcast for the entire four hours nonstop. (laughs) Your show had my full undivided attention the entire time. I was on the edge of my seat, Jay. Uh, hmm, Wow. Um, Absorbing and taking in this information. Jay, you opened my third eye, and I now have a greater knowledge of this metaverse and Omicron. I knew there was something in my spirit that wasn't right about these sudden changes. Jay Ritadar, you are a godsend and a true beacon of light. Will you please do a part two to this? Is VR really in Revelations? Thank you. Love, Alicia. Well, thank you so much, Alicia from Massachusetts for your time taken out to email me. Thank you again, uh, sister, for um, the the awesome, outstanding compliment, which, again, I, I am just like you all. I'm just here to deliver a message. And we all are very special people. Um, I am so happy that you took the time out to actually listen to the whole four hours nonstop, you know, because four hours wasn't really my intention. I kept telling you guys it's not going to be this length. I'm going to stop telling you guys that because <laughs> it's kind of like when I get into it uh, and I prepare for a lot of these shows. Some of them I don't. Things like what I did in the Metaverse Omicron uh, podcast, I prepared for that. I was days before that just putting information together doing a lot of intense research, a lot of study, translations, watching videos, getting more acclimated on what the metaverse was and more acclimated with this Omicron. And something in my spirit said, let's see what Omicron is. Let's look it up. Let's look what, what the what the uh, etymology and the origins of this word is. And I did just that. And the more I looked, the more I found out. And then I did a little bit more studying in the scriptures, did a little bit more studying in other things. And spirit just kind of led me into this um, piecing things together. And it just hit me. And I was just like, wow, this information is way deeper than what people realize. And then it dawned on me also with all the movies that I've watched and still watch. I could gather information. I had to go back to certain movies, family, and look at certain movies just to make sure I was correct before I put in this information in. And I still had a lot more information, like I said, in the show to you all that I did not reveal. 
So if it took four hours to do that, imagine how much more information that I have in doing part two. Just enough to keep that going. Now, I don't know if that'll be four hours. I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> four hours is starting to become a relevant thing now. Not that we do it often. Uh, and I don't think I've ever went quite over four hours anyway, but right at it. But anyway, thank you so much, Alicia, for that. Um, and did you have your question? You said, will you please do a part two? Yes. Um, I checked a lot of emails in the last couple of days. Um, now, since I did the metaverse, I've gotten a, I've gotten at least 25 of y'all, about 25, almost 30 emails that I know of that people responded instantly to the metaverse. Um, and at least out of those 30, 30 years, shall I say, I'm guesstimating because it was about 30. I know at least 10 of you wanted me to do a part two. And I said in the podcast, if I get at least 100 people, I'll do it. But I think I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, uh, because it's stuff that I still wanted to get off that I wasn't able to. Um, and so we are definitely going to do a part two. Uh, give me some time, but I will have that out this week. I'll give you an update like I've been doing once a week now. I'll give you a, a, a update and alert of what's to come and when. So you guys won't just be waiting uh, for when that may happen. And so um, be on the lookout for that. We are definitely going to do a part two. Um, is VR really in revelation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't. I would definitely not just put it out there. It is definitely in the Bible. And this that's what I'm going to also go more into detail on in the part two series. So be looking out for that. But while I'm at it, let me just give you a little b briefing on uh, Revelations. <clears throat> Family, like I said, I don't care who you are, what school you went to, if you went to any school at all. I don't care what your background is. None of that means anything. Knowledge is power. And when the Most High blesses us to have open eyes and an awareness to things, and we take the time with our free will and our d due diligence and determination and devotion, there's nothing we can't do. Um, someone told me that also uh, over the course of the holidays that they really believed in me. Someone very special and close to me. Someone who I love and they told me that they see potential in me. I didn't even see in myself. Um, and so we got to we got to take that to heart. All of us. Um, yes. In Revelations. There is trans. That's why I keep telling you guys get a translation. Get your Hebrew lexicon. Get your Greek lexicon. Even get your Latin. Now, I'm not having you. I'm not telling you anything that I myself don't have. Um, because if you are as astute and more so someone who really wants to know things, you're going to put yourself in positions to learn them. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be somebody with a degree to know this information. All your prophets, except for the likes and likings of Paul, they were just regular men who didn't have much education. Most of them were fishermen. If we're going into the Bible, that is. Uh, and these guys were blessed with information, especially after they received the Holy Spirit. Once you have, in other words, ascended in levels of spirituality, you're giving gifts. 
You're given the, some are given the gift of prophecy. Some are given the gift of interpreting languages. Uh, a lot of different types of spiritual gifts are, are uh, presented to us, given to us. And so knowledge itself is a gift. The levels of understanding. And it tells us this. The Lord will give you understanding if you pray for it. He will give you wisdom. Did he not give Solomon wisdom? Yes. And so that's what you're looking at. It's just determination and ask and it shall be given. Seek ye shall find. Knock and the door shall open, fam. The door is your heart and your third eye. Your heart chakra. Right? Your sixth chakra. Right? The ayin, which is the single eye in Hebrew. So, um, yes, we will go. I'm not going to spill the beans. I want to leave that as a surprise. But there is definitely a word that is in Revelation that speaks of virtual reality. This is the interpretation that was given as best as it could be at the time that these things were written in the Bible. So the translations are different from the way that they saw it in first person or the way it was given to them in the time that they were living in. So our job is not to create an interpretation. It's not to create or fabricate or in any shape, form or fashion, manipulate or create a false doctrine of what this interpretation is. It is to literally uh, interpret as it was spoken through study and data. And that's what we do here on Pharaoh Radio. So, yes, when we talk about whether or not the VR per se, virtual reality, that is, is in Revelations, it is family. This is one of the things, if not one of the major ways that the beast ushered in through the Antichrist will be able to give much image to himself in the time we're living in. I know a lot of you have Project Blue Beam as one of those ways. You would not be wrong. Virtual reality will play a part in that. All forms of AI technology will be a undercover spiritual technology or a lower technology, shall I say spiritually, a lower spiritual technology of the dark side to enforce and apply, I mean, to enforce and um, indicate how all this is going to be spread about worldwide. So stay, stay tuned for that. We're going to have a lot of information coming out on that. Uh, so I hope that answers your question, Alicia. And thank you again. I hope all is well in Massachusetts. Well, family, it is that time. We're going to go ahead and take our first and last commercial break. That way we can save a little bit of time in the show. When we do come back, we will continue with the rest of our other email um, questions. And hopefully I can give you guys some some good answers. I'm your boy, Jay Reed Adar. You already know who it is, who it is, what it is, and why we do it. So don't go anywhere, family. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hey. Peace and blessings. It's your boy, Jay Read It All. And that's right. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. Family, it has been a blessed two years. And thank you all for those of you who continue to donate to the Cash App of Pharaoh Radio. And I have enjoyed thoroughly responding to your emails. And thank you again for your support. I could not have done this without any of you that continue to give me a chance to speak with you all on the platform. Well, it is definitely getting closer to 2022. 
But family, I want to say this real quick. It has also been brought to my attention that a lot of you prefer to also donate through cryptocurrency. In Pharaoh Radio, we have a wallet address as well. So if you're not able or don't feel comfortable just sending your money into the cash app of Pharaoh Radio, you're more than welcome to send it to our cryptocurrency wallet. Now, that address is pretty long, so I won't actually announce what it is. But moving forward, whenever you do listen to Pharaoh Radio, whether it's through Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening to, definitely go to the description box of that podcast. And within the description box, you can look at the very bottom. And it will definitely have our Cash App tag, what that is for those of you who want to still continue to send in uh, in the normal way of Cash App or for the cryptocurrency people who would like to prefer to do it that way, that wallet address will also be in the same description box. So all you have to do is copy and paste it and send it on. We thank you so much, whoever you are, wherever you are from all over the world. Fable Radio is definitely growing. And like I said, it's a blessing. On that note, family, I hope you all continue to be blessed and continue to support your boy. Every bit helps. And I definitely thoroughly appreciate it. On that note, y'all stay blessed. I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right, family, we are back. Thank you all once again for tuning in with Pharaoh Radio. I'm your boy, J. Rated R. And you know on this show, we keep it real, we keep it raw, we keep it authentic. There's no filters, there's no censorship, and there's no BS. Like I said, we come real or we don't come at all. We are having questions and answers. We've already uh, done our first question with our first uh, guest presenter, uh, Alicia from Massachusetts. And Alicia definitely had a lot of great things to say. She also, uh, like we had already read, stated that she would like to hear a part two. So we definitely are going to do that, Alicia and company. Uh, No worries about that. And it will definitely be announced this week. When we do our alerts and updates notification podcast. Uh, also, she asked a really, really great question. And, and that's amazing because I actually plan on having uh, sh- or showing you guys. So just giving you some idea that the virtual reality is in your prophecy in right there in your own Bibles. Now, a lot of questions have been asked. <clears throat> why isn't that the pastors aren't talking about it? I can't speak for every pastor in the earth. Uh, family, but I, I do notice a lot of pastors have not talked about this. And if some of them do talk about it, they're not deemed as pastors, quote unquote, of the traditional sense, whatever that means. I'm assuming that means religious wise, they're not true Christians, so that they have some kind of new age jargon with them. I can't say whether they do or don't, but just because a preacher does step outside of what traditional uh, religious minded people are used to does not mean that they are of something demonic and we need to get out of that mindset if you haven't done your own due diligence and your own research to know these things for yourself rather than following someone waiting for them to tell you you have no right to say what you think is real or not you're speculating or you're using a prejudice of um like i said speculation now i'm not saying that you're always completely wrong i'm not saying you're completely right i'm just saying before 
falsely accusing somebody of being a part of something, make sure you have your facts in place. Make sure you have enough evidence to support your theory, your claim or whatever. And if it's just an opinion, then make it so. Just say, hey, I believe or it's my opinion and then, and just leave it alone. But don't try to present it as if it's fact and you don't have anything to support it. That's how a lot of us get in trouble. We get lawsuits and everything else. Now, being that I am on a podcast, I have a right to say whatever I want. However, I still have to be careful and responsible how I say things based on whatever it is I'm talking about. Um, I, we're not here to lead anybody astray, family. And if anything or anyone has ever caught offense to anything that was said, trust me, it was not intentional. We only have solutions. We do talk about the real, so we're going to put it out there. We're not going to sugarcoat it, but we're not here to, uh, to, to bash anyone. We're not here to support any type of violent behavior. We're not here to, um, to be a disruption of balance or an injustice to peace. We are here to have those very things, but in order to sometimes have those things, you have to fight for them. And you have to not incite violence, but you have to incite strength, will, and being smart about making moves and choosing wisely, strategically, how you make those moves. There's a time and place for everything. And so here on Fable Radio, that's what we're about. We're not about anything less. We're not punks. We're not going to roll over for anything that wants to bully its way and make us something we're not. Um, You're going to have a lot of people with a lot of opinions. So without further ado, we get past that. Let's go ahead and move on into our next question. We will not take any more commercial breaks. We're going to go straight on through until we get to the last person. And then that will conclude our show for today. Our second person is named Day Day Johnson from Wisconsin. Well, Day Day, pleasure to have you come on board to Fable Radio. Thank you for your email. Uh, And Day Day says... Peace, J rated R. Well, peace unto you. <laughs> uh, they say peace, J J rated R. Your vibration show was so uplifting that it changed my entire perception of life. Wow. And energy. I don't know who you really are in the flesh, but I honestly believe what others do say about you that you aren't human. Wow, come on. Hey, that <laughs> y'all are really um trying to make a, a brother blush over here, but trust me, there's no there's no ego. I, I I can't even really respond to something like that, family. Uh because I I just like I said, I say it all the time, but I say it not just jokingly, but I am serious when I say I am just an ordinary man in search of extraordinary things, just like the rest of you. Uh but thank you. Uh Day Day also continues to say, "My question is, do you think our tech leaders like Elon Musk aren't human. Mm. Please answer this for me. Thank you for blessing us with a great platform. I pray you keep going strong. You are my hero, Jay. From the lady of Wisconsin, Miss Day Day Johnson. Wow. Well, first of all, that is one heck of a compliment, uh, Miss Johnson. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh say how you feel and emailing i hope that you are able to i hope you hear this show and know that you were one of our, our uh selected um guests email um favorite radio supporters and i really want to thank you so much for all that you uh represent and thank you so much for your questions and thank you for the compliments <laughs> um do i think the tech leaders 
like Elon Musk aren't human. Well, I'm going to give it to you straight. And sometimes these these uh, these answers of mine may. I mean, you guys ought to know by now we've talked about literally everything. We've talked about damn aliens and interdimensional travel and out of body experiences, gods and everything. So I don't think what I say was is going to be any stranger than it normally is. But I am telling you the truth. I don't know for sure what Elon Musk is. He acts robotic. He acts as if now I know he's a very highly intelligent person and they're all personality traits that you guys can look at personality charts and he fits the mold in some of those things. However, let's just let's talk beyond standards. Let's talk beyond. And this is an opinion. Again, um, if he if he is human, let's just say that I do believe he's under the influence of. He's got some type of supernatural influence, and I don't mean that in terms of how he how he acts. I mean that in terms of what types of people he's connected to. Um, I'm sorry for that noise, family. Let me go ahead and mute that right now. Um, this is what I want to say, not just about Elon Musk's family. You guys have heard me say a lot on this show about a lot of people. Now, is he a part of an elite group? Yes. Is even so much that he can say, and he's given us warnings many a times, but I don't think people have taken him seriously people who just average minded people modern people uh because he's warned us about how this technology that he's behind can also be put to not only great use but to uh use in not so much of a good way he's literally been on tape saying this you guys can google it or youtube it um and he's the creator and, and, and person behind Neuralink, <laughs> where they specialize in mind control and AI technologies and frequency modulations and, and mapping the, the mind of how a frequency works and being able to master that. He's actually the guy behind that. The people that support him and fund him uh, to give him funding for these particular type of projects, they have something else in mind. Uh, he's just a puppet per se. But he's definitely high enough in ranks to know what's going on. I do believe that he could possibly be something else other than human. What that is, I don't want to go into saying so much to stereotype him in that way. But let's just say that people of that nature, um, they do... <laughs> They do. Um, they do have connections to a reptilian type of um, energy, and we all have a reptilian brain, by the way. It's called the R complex. It's one of the lower parts of our. It's the lower brain that's connected to the medulla oblongata. All right, it's the lower stem that connects to your neck and to the lower aspects of your brain. It's responsible for a lot of things. So there is reptilian connected in us. These aren't just uh, made up terminologies to give uh, some type of, uh, of inclination or residence to to represent just through symbolism. This is there's a lot of actuality behind that family. Um, I do believe he's more than not just human to answer your question. Um, and there will be many other shows when we start talking about things that we're going to bring up people like him. And many others, but uh, I do believe he's of some type of influence. 
Uh, he is somewhat robotic in his own actions. And that doesn't necessarily mean because somebody is, is, lacks a certain type of personality or a certain type of uh, personal behavioral trait that they're a robot, actual robot. But it can mean that they are their minds is connected in a way uh, neurologically where they always come off as being serious and emotionless. And most highly intelligent people can be that way. Um, even a lot of narcissists can come off that way. Uh, when I'm not implying he's a narcissist. And narcissist doesn't mean a bad thing. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of traits to narcissism. And guys, if you never, you know, if you've never had a chance to tune into the show I did last Thanksgiving of last year, I did a show on narcissistic, narcissism, and narcissists. Uh, it might be over two hours, almost three hours show. Definitely tune into it. Um, but we're not going to get into that. But yeah, I do believe he is more than human. Um, and I say that not just based on speculation. I say that based on certain behaviors that I've seen in the astral plane from actual reptilian type beings. Um, if you ever have been somebody who's been able to have an astral projection now this is not just a dream per se this is you actually consciously leaving your body with all your conscious faculties in place you know you're not dreaming because you see your body on the bed you're walking around consciously you are in the astral world which resembles the physical plane um i've been that guy quite a few times um I don't share every little experience I've had astrally with you all because some of it, you know, I don't want to waste a lot of time on the show talking about things like that. Not that that's a waste. I just don't want to make it seem like it's about me because there's many of you out there. The only reason I bring me up in certain things like that is because there's people uh, who listen to the show who are going through that and don't know what's going on. And so I just want you guys to know who have experienced any of these things or currently going through these things. You're not alone and you're not crazy. And, you know, that doesn't mean you're demonic or anything. These are natural experiences that we all have had at one point in time or another in our life. And we just didn't know how to interpret our experience. And so it's good to have somebody who's had a little bit of experience in these in this department to break it down and to give you some also some some further confidence in knowing that these things are in your Bible. For those of you who rock and are Bible thumpers, it's in your Bible. It's in the Quran. It's in the pyramid. It's in all the spiritual doctrine in the Buddhist tradition. It's in all of it, even the new age doctrine for crying out loud. So, um, yeah, I, I do believe he's got a reptilian force connected to him. I'll just say that reptiles don't tend to have emotions like that, but they're very highly intelligent beings and they're behind a lot of the things going on. I will leave that alone. <laughs> Some of you who are not quite on that level may think that's a little bit cuckoo, but that's fine. I don't blame you for thinking that if you haven't had the experiences uh, to support anything otherwise. Uh, but anyway, don't judge what you don't know. Uh, so thank you again, uh, Day Day Johnson. Uh, Miss Johnson, I appreciate your support and look forward to hearing from you guys again. Uh, keep emailing, ha ask questions. Uh, that's what it's all about. We're all here as a favorite radio family. We don't judge anyone on this show because we know better and not to. That's why we talk about any and everything. Um, don't be afraid to be different. Be you. 
Um, so moving on, family. Our third person is Miss Wilma and Bobby Gilmore from Los Angeles, California. Well, hello, Miss Wilma or Mrs. Uh, Wilma and Bobby Gilmore. It's great to have you guys email and on the show. Uh, and the Gilmore say, hello, Favorite Radio. We absolutely love your show and you. Oh, well, thank you, guys. I love you guys, too. My husband, Bobby, said you're so on point. He's a minister and studies the translations as well. He absolutely loves how you dig deep and breaks and breaks down the information. I agree. You are a light for the people. Praise be to you, J. Rated R. The God of Israel is upon you. We do have a question to ask you. In the movie Venom, do you think he represents the demonic realm? By the way, your last show was beyond awesome. This metaverse, my husband and I will not be participating in such evil. We took your advice and watched the movie Ready Player One, and it is showing us exactly what you said about Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. We researched this ourselves and it blew our minds, especially the Omicron and quantum computers. Thank you, Favor Radio. Praises to you from us. Well, thank you again, uh, Mrs. Wilma and Bobby uh, and Mr. Uh, Gilmore. Um, I love you guys, too, and thank you so much. And it is awesome to know that Mr. Gilmore is a minister and studies the translations and agrees with a lot of what we talk about here on Favor Radio. Um, I'm hoping to soon get something lined up where we can have a call in and make Favor Radio live, uh, being that these are recorded podcasts you guys are able to tune into once we publish them. You're not able to call in live. Uh, unless we actually invite you onto the show and we do a session and then publish it. I'm hoping to do something a little different than that where we can actually go live and then have people calling in. Um, it's so much better to have you guys voice your own opinions and own and voice uh, be vocal uh, on air so other people can hear you. That is excellent. Uh, I am so happy to hear that he is uh, uh, ministering and doing the studies um thank you so much for both of your support and to your question miss gilmore i will definitely uh in the movie venom do i think he represents the demonic realm yes ma'am i do uh now i am a comic book fan of both dc and marvel everybody i do love venom as a character in the comic book world however I'm not a pessimistic person, family. Everything that we talk about, we're not here to try to be like, oh, this is evil. That's evil. Technology in itself is not evil. It's the people behind it that make it that way. It's not the gift. It's what you do with the gift. And we've been blessed as man's knowledge shall increase in the last days. And Daniel 12, 4 tells us, chapter 12, verse 4, there's nothing wrong with having technology. It's convenient. It's fun. But we should never get so consumed and 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 headstrong only just and thirsty just for technology it can save lives it can cut out so much time it can save energy if we use energy in the right way i'm all for the positive sides of technology so you'll never hear me bashing things like that because it can be of good usage and we can utilize it for, for such in good ways but what we have to be more realistic about family is knowing that we're living in the world 
2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 tells us, For the God of this world has blinded the people through deception. This is a spiritual battle, a war. It's not nothing to play with. It's nothing to laugh at, turn your nose up at. You can do that if you wish. That's on you. But what I am saying here is we talk about a lot of things. We don't just always talk about this, but this is very important. It's relevant. It's not something I could ignore or I wouldn't be doing my job. So what I'm about to tell you guys is just me giving you some remnants and what I believe and what research and experience spiritually has shown me. And if I'm wrong, I'm willing to admit it. But I'm not here to give just opinions. I'm here to give you guys things that you can look into for yourself and come up and make your own mind, mind up. Uh, so to answer your question, Mrs. Gilmore, I do believe Venom represents the demonic realm. And I'm now about to explain to you all why. And that's a great question, by the way. Venom, if you look at the movie Venom, you look at the symbiote, that's what the entity is. And a symbiotic being or an entity is a being that likes to merge itself with its host. Because it's a parasite. It needs something or a host to survive. Yeah, if we do all the studies on the character Venom and what its capabilities are, they're pretty much adaptable to any environment. They are very, very, very ancient beings. They are actually from a different planet of darkness. Uh, I forgot the name, but they had a being who was like a god who dwelt in the darkness until he was disturbed and had to come out of it. I think his name is Noel. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. And if I am, I'll correct myself later. Um, and there was a war between him and the symbiotes. Now, these beings are very, very old. And apparently any entity that they uh, merge themselves into or with, they can not only copy the DNA of that individual or being, but they if, the, if you have any type of gifts, any type of powers, they can actually assimilate, copy your powers and they have those powers moving forward. It's like they have a great memory bank. And they can store the memory of what it is you have in your DNA and make it a part of them. That's why in the comic book family, when Venom originally, not the way this movie has projected him, but in the comic books, Eddie Brock was a reporter and he was trying to get uh, a good story from the, uh, the Daily Bugle, which is the, the, the building of reporters run by uh, Jonathan Jameson. And... He had his only shot to do it. And yet Peter Parker, who we know as Spider-Man, ruined it for him. Long story cut short, Eddie Brock had a, pro had a problem with Peter Parker, right? Now, before the symbiote merged with Eddie Brock, it came from out of space in a NASA um, exploration. And Jonathan Jameson's son, who was an astronaut, was exploring with other astronauts on this planet. And I think it was a moon or something. And they struck something. And basically, a long story cut short, what looked to be oil was actually the entity of the symbiotic entity. Now, it didn't have a name at the time, right? Uh, Venom was the name that it became when it merged with Eddie Brock. But in the movie, it already said its name was Venom. And that's just not how it was in the comic book. But anyway, small small details to, to, to altered versions. Upon coming back to Earth, this entity caused uh, the ship to wreck because it got on people and it started moving and they lost control. Long story cut short, 
the entity uh, John, uh, John, uh, Jonathan Jameson's son he survived but there were some other people I think that had died the entity got out somehow it got on Peter Parker and it created the Spider-Man suit because it was on his suit when it got on him he took the suit off because he thought it was stained he put it in his uh, his laundry to be washed he went to sleep the entity came off the suit and got on him next thing you know it created a duplicate of his suit and he was in a black suit now when he put the suit on keep in mind spider-man was already strong he's got the strength of a spider he's, he's got the strength of a hundred men he's super strong he can heal pretty fast not as fast as wolverine or anybody like that or the hulk but he can heal fast he's got agility he's got quick reflexes he has spider sense he has a lot of things that spider-man can do well when the suit got on him it, it could enhance his strength it made him t double quadruple times stronger faster but it also started making him a lot meaner because it was taking him over. Now, there's many powers this thing that has. If you guys want to know more about Venom or what it can do, look it up. I'm not going to waste that kind of time. Um, to cut a long story short, Peter Parker became aware of the suit. He became aware that it was an entity. He wanted to get it off of him. He, he didn't like how it was making him feel. It felt like it. It felt like he was abandoning it, abandoning it, and he was. He struggled to get it off him, but he finally got it off him, and it somehow Eddie Brock was in the right place at the wrong time, and the 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 symbiote almost weakened to the point of death. It got on Eddie Brock. It merged with him, and when it merged with him, it gave him all of its memories. So it knew once he got the 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 symbiote fell on Eddie Brock. He, Eddie Brock instantly knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So both the symbiote and Eddie Brock had the same agenda. Their anger was matched the same. Just so happens coincidentally that Eddie Brock's beef with Peter Parker was perfect because Peter Parker Spider-Man, the symbiote had a beef with Spider-Man. And so they became one and became Venom. Now, why am I saying this? Because it is a part of the comic book world I grew up in. Anybody can look this up. And when we talk about the demonic realm, we haven't really had any discussions on a whole podcast about demons. I kind of have shied away from that for, for a re few reasons. One, I don't want to bring the negativity of what demons are. Sometimes just talking about them gives them attention. And it's good to be educated on such beings because we need to know the enemy. We need to know what we're up against. And there's many types of different demons. But what I will say is this. If you study what the symbiote can do, then you know about dark matter. A lot of you just know dark matter as a term. Or you just know it has something to do with space or the visible light spectrum. You don't really know what dwells in that particular reality that we call dark matter. It's antimatter, right? It's the complete opposite. It's polarity is chaos. If you ever seen the movie The Event Horizon with Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne, you'll know what I mean. When they went through a wormhole, they ended up in an alternate reality and they came out through what would be considered hell. Well, in this portal, coming back to what they considered for it was, was from hell, this black stuff that they came out of made them evil or not give a damn and so that's the same stuff the symbiotes represent 
Now, Venom can be a great character. He can be a good guy. But the point is, he represents an entity, a parasitic entity that dwells in his host. And if his host body can't deal with it, he kills them. And it's not something he does on purpose. But see, they're eating the insides of their host when they're not getting food. So everybody's DNA is not able to, to maintain what the symbiote uh, biologically represents. So yes, it is a demonic being in real, real life. And if you look at the other movie um, with Sandra Bullock, I think it's called uh, Something Box, Bird Box. In that movie, at some point, these invisible entities that were killing people airborne, whenever people go outside, they would just go into this altered state of, of, of hypnotic trance and they would kill themselves. Well, one of the crazy guys from the asylum in the movie, and I hate to be spoiling it for any of you who've never seen it, but oh well, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, they were drawn, they found some drawings that one of the crazy guys from the asylum had drew. And one of the beings that he drew, these were all demonic entities, but only the crazy people could see him. Well, one of the depictions of the entities looks like Venom and they were demons. And if you know what type of being that you see in the movie that Venom is, he biting people's heads off and wanting to hurt people and coming out of somebody and caught and they had no control over their body. If you notice that uh, whatever the entity wanted to make you do. He could control your emotions. He could control your body movements. That's possession, family. That is possession. Um, the difference between merging your consciousness with something and being possessed is emerging is a, an agreement on two beings, both sharing the same space and respecting each other's space and working as a unison, one mind, one body. A possession is a being invading your space without your permission and taking over without you being having any control of your own faculties. So there were times you've seen in the, the movies Venom 1 and 2 where Eddie Brock had no control over his own body movements. Even though he allowed this being to, to, to come into him, he really didn't have a choice per se because the being could go into anybody it wanted to and do, it, do whatever it wanted. And so that is a form of demonic possession. And the fact that he's black and he looks evil. Now, looks isn't always, you know, what we go by. But this is a demonic being. His personality and what he considered to be okay, which wasn't morally, that is demonic. And so, yes, ma'am, I do believe Venom in actuality represents the demonic realm. And uh, that was possession that we are witnessing with Eddie Brock. So thank you so much for that question. I like to take my time and answer you guys' questions uh, because... One, I want to be explanatory. I don't want to be mistaken for something else or misinterpreted. And uh, I believe in details, family. And so, uh, yeah, I definitely believe that he represents demonic realm. What they're trying to do, family, is they'll put these movies out like the show Lucifer, right? They make Lucifer look like he's misunderstood, that he's really a good guy. And that, you know, for so long, he's been under this... Um, scrutiny or this uh, misconceived notion that he's a bad guy well there could be truth in that but be careful because what they're doing is their television programs you right it hypnotizes you 
And if you portray something in a particular light long enough, subconsciously, you may not realize it. But if you give into it, you'll start believing it without any research, without any discernment, uh, without putting your guard up, you'll put your guard down. This is why Ecclesiastes, I mean, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 through 12, tell us what they tell us. And since I brought it up, you guys are always hearing Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Let's talk about verse 11. It's going to make more sense going into verse 12 because you'll know why. Now, I talked briefly about this in the last show we did, which was the metaverse, uh, about verse 11. And I told you what it says paraphrasing but I didn't read it to you I'm actually going to go in the Bible now real quick and read this and I'm sure uh, Mrs. Wilma and Mr. Uh, Gilmore can appreciate this being that they are a ministering family um, so let me go ahead and do that real quick for the rest of you who are tuning into the show bear with me guys I am not the quickest Bible um, Bible I mean Bible book finding person I can tell you the scriptures all day but I can't go straight to him. <laughs> you know, um, so here we are. Ephesians chapter six. We're going to start with verse 11 and read into verse 12. And chapter six of Ephesians verse 11 says. It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles means deception. It means trickery, right? Anything that is manipulative. Because the devil's powerful. He's a trick he's is a prankster, the master of trickery and lies. And it says, "To put on the full armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's in verse 11 of, of Ephesians chapter 6. And verse 12 says, now this is where everybody else is used to hearing, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So going back to Eddie Brock with Venom, Venom would be considered because he's a cosmic entity. He came from outer space, right? Or from one of the heavens. He would be considered a fallen angel. Symbolically, that is. Symbolically. And he represents what? He's a demonic being. He needed a host, right? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's not the person that you should be worried about. It's what's going on with the person or who's behind the person or in the person that you should have to be worried about. That's why if you put on the full armor of God. So basically, symbolically, what it's saying is if Eddie Brock had the full armor of God, if he was uh, covered, as the Christians say, covered in the, the blood of the lamb, symbolically, not really literally meaning that, but uh, if he was protected by the divine uh, most highest protection spiritually venom would not be able to come into his body but he merged with this demonic being and so he has got in bed with the devil pretty much he's allowed himself to be open to such entities that's what it symbolically is saying so yeah I just wanted to read that to you all to give you reverence and a reminder don't let these movies lead you down a path where it's saying it's okay to accept these things because these are the very beings that's making these movies look the way they look. 
They want to paint themselves as a good guy so that you'll be more willing to open up to them. Uh, so they don't have to fight so hard to get inside of you. When we open ourselves up to things we know nothing about, it can lead us down a road of destruction. So thank you again, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Gilmore. I appreciate the compliments. I thank you all so much. And yes, ma'am, we are definitely going to be doing a part two as well. I know you didn't ask that, but I'm glad you did take a look at Ready Player One. It does show you, by the way, what the metaverse is going to be about. I'm glad you guys did your own research and saw this for yourself. Now, what I will say again to, to you all family, technology is not bad, but you got to do your homework and look at the source. A lot of us are going to be very curious as to what it is. I'm not going to tell you a lot. I'm even curious to what it is, but I know better to fall for it. A lot of you are addicted now to social media. A lot of you can't come off of Facebook. You stay on it all day. You stay on Instagram, whatever you do. And I'm not judging you. What I'm saying is if you're addicted to social media in this way now, imagine what you'll be addicted to when you put those VR headsets on and your body and mind is tuned in to a whole nother reality. And that's why we're going to have a part two. We're going to get into even deeper detail about what that is and why you have to be careful. And we're going to talk more about this new Jerusalem quantum computer. Now, why are they naming all these things biblical names if the Bible is false, if the Bible is just a good book of morals? Guys got to think about that. So anyway, we're going to move right on. I thank you all for tuning in. Our next person is Mr. Brian Randolph, and he is from Alexandria, Virginia. So he's not that far from where I am. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Randolph says, hey, Mr. J. Read it all. My name is Brian Randolph, Jr. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia. You are my favorite show to tune into. All of your shows are very enlightening and educating and feeding my soul. I have been one of those listeners of yours since you started oh wow thank you sir i appreciate that because of you i've been able to debate people and they have no comeback because your teachings are so amazingly accurate do you think the omicron is alien-like in terms of the covid virus that covid is a lab made uh that covid is made in a lab or oh i'm sorry is <laughs> i can't read today y'all that code I mean, that COVID is a lab made alien virus invading people and trying to manipulate our DNA. What do you think? <clears throat> I hope you reply back. Thanks for your time, big guy. Peace. Wow. Hey, uh, Mr. Randolph, thank you again. And Brian, um, <clears throat> to answer your question. Well, first of all, let me say this. <clears throat> I'm glad you were. I hope those debates were a friendly one. Um. You know, like I said, I don't I don't I don't ever think I don't want anybody to ever think I know it all family. I share openly and honestly and humbly with you all with the information that I provide. And I'm not doing anything that none of you can't do. Uh, I don't do it right off to just debate with anybody, you know, because I've been through that debate type of uh, baiting uh, with somebody before in the past with people before. And this is when I started getting conscious and coming into the information. And when you first come into stuff like this, you're excited. Your mind is blown in a sense and you want to talk to people and you want to try to convince people. But uh, just be careful with that. And I'm not saying anything is bad. But if it's friendly debating, 
Um, but don't force or infringe upon anything. If anyone doesn't have a comeback or if they do have a comeback, you know, you stand up within your rights and you say what you feel. Uh, and if you have something that you can prove to them to make them question their own belief in a good way, by all means, share that with a person. But definitely don't get volatile. Definitely don't go into um, lowering your own standards to debate with anybody. If they don't want to believe it, they don't have to. And that is not our job to make people believe anything. It's our job to help wake people up. Yes, but only to those who are open to the information enough to see it for themselves. Those are the people you're talking to because it's in their spirit to wake up at that moment in time. Um, so definitely I'm glad that my my um, my shows have been giving you some enlightenment. Um, and so. um we, we just have to be assertive family and use good judgment of character. And it's this information is to also help um, ascend us into higher levels of consciousness to mature us and to help us help those that were or are where we used to be when we were in the dark. Uh, like I said, we don't know it all, but, you know, you pray for discernment, you pray for the truth. You pray for it to come from the direct source, which is the most high. Nothing or no one else. You don't need this information from guides. And I'm not saying your spiritual guides can't help you, but never ask a God to give you all your guidance. You pray that their job is to is to watch you. You give them love, but uh, you don't give them worship. You don't uh, cater to these entities. You give thanks to the creator of all things the soul maker of all things, the one who loves you beyond a shadow of doubt, the knows how who knows more than any other entity. That's who you pray to, to help give you whatever gifts that you're looking for, discernment, uh, humbleness, peace, tranquility, all of that jazz, you know? Um, and I'm just saying that just so that I don't want anybody listening to the show to get the wrong idea about what we're about. Uh, and I'm not implying that from Mr. Randolph. Mr. Randolph didn't say anything in, in any shape, form or fashion that, uh, you know, I, I took as bad. I'm very, very flattered and honored, sir, that you have been able to, um, th th this is changing your life, uh, for the better. And I'm glad that you have been able to talk to certain people. Maybe they need a good talking to a lot of them and, and you may have put them in check and that's that. And it's all well and dandy. So, uh, let's see, moving on to your question. Do I think the Omicron is alien like, in terms of a, of the COVID virus. Um, and then it looks like part of that question is you stating that you think COVID is a lab made alien virus invading people and trying to manipulate our DNA. Well, going back to what I said in the uh, metaverse um, podcast, I said a lot on Omicron. Uh, we talked about the video game. We talked about the actual meaning. We talked about the meaning when it's broken down etymologically. Uh, and then we talked about the movie that came out in 1963 called Omicron, which is, yes, definitely referring at, uh, in the movie to an alien race or beings or a being who came down and possessed a dead factory man's body to see how Earth or how vulnerable Earth was in order to take it over. Um, 
we know that the word COVID, like I, I mentioned, not just in the last show I did, which was the metaverse one, but we've mentioned it also in a few other shows that COVID spelled backwards is the word divok in Hebrew. And it literally means possession of an evil spirit. Um, it is my firm belief, and, and I don't want to scare anyone or I'm not trying to put any false um, information out there, but I do feel that what our government is trying to get us to do by taking these jabs these vax it is to set us up for something through using technology and rituals of a dark nature a sinister agenda by the dark side and it's something that they've put in these particular vaccines now of course there's certain things they have admitted that you can't deny that if you go on their site the cdc site and even uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, you will see that if you read everything they put out there, they've literally put out there, and I, I kid you not, I'm not making this up. They've literally, and I'm paraphrasing, they've literally put out there that the booster is based on a computer and that the reason it's, uh, you know, the VAC is, you know, based on a computer because that's why it's named Booster. Now, they're not saying that's why they named it Booster, but what they have said openly is that it's computer oriented <laughs> and that it has certain things in it that will play a part in computer network. And now why would a vaccine play a part in a computer network family? So it only makes sense to say that, yes, there's a booster, because what are you boosting when you turn on a computer? You're boosting the system. And if this is a mark, not the, but if this is a mark of the beast, the beast we know is a system. And this beast is a computer system part of it will be a computer system let me say this the beast behind it we know is to be quote unquote the devil right and this devil is going to be in control of ai technology and that's why when you start looking at who these people are who supports them who funds them what group of people they fall under the umbrella of you realize that there is a sinister illuminati agenda at play not speculation, not theoretically, not conspiratorial, but actually there is a lineage of information that supports all of this. And it goes along with what the Bible states in Daniel and Revelations, 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, and all that jazz, all throughout the Bible. And when you do these translations and you do this research and you start connecting the dots and you look at who's who and what they're talking about, you can't help but see it. And so... This is why I have more than a strong belief to say that, yes, I do believe this particular Omicron. Why would they name it that? What, 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 it, who's just pulling these names out of the air and calling it what they're calling it? Now, I told you about the article in Israel that they said that they were preparing for an Omega virus arrival. And it was referring to the Omicron. If you read the article, it came out November 12th of this month. And if you read it, they use specific terms. And this is based on Israel, of all places, Israel, right? <laughs> Which is the Bible is centered around Israel. So, um, Omega means last. You know, we know Yahshua or Jesus, as you know him, says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Well, this is a virus and it's called the Omega. Now, we can play on words. That doesn't mean that what they say is completely the final words and say no one can say what the end is except the most high. We at least know we're in a beginning stage of famine and pestilence. Bible tells us this. This is prophetic. But I find it very funny. Maybe this is the last of the COVID until something else comes about. And this so-called Omicron is supposedly 
allegedly worse than the other variants. Although a lot of doctors are coming out in the forefront suddenly and saying that there's small symptoms. Well, that can depend on the individual based on the genetics, whatever their ailments are, or if they have uh, a stronger, uh, they have stronger immunity, they make it fight it easier. Some of them, they may just be carriers. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's out. They named it that. And if we do enough research, we can see this is not a coincidence. I mean, hell, family, I had to go back to a 1999 video game that was completely demonic. <laughs> and you guys can Google us. You can look at it on YouTube, the, the game, and watch it all the way through. You can read it online to see what it's about and the different people behind it. I mean, it's just straight up demonic shit. And if COVID is the name of, of this variant and COVID backwards is Divock, which means literally possession of an evil spirit, it's kind of hard. To, and then they named the movie after this in 1963 that's talking about an alien invasion. How in the hell is all this a coincidence? <laughs> and this is in real reality. It's not just movies and video game, but all this stuff is coming out of different years. 1963, six plus three is nine. We know invertedly that's six. Six times three is 18. One plus eight is nine. We understand all that. If we take enough time and some people say, well, if you keep believing something enough, it'll, it'll be true. I think everything is based on perception to a degree. But I also think that when there's things that can support whatever it is that you're looking for, there's no longer just perception. It's based on whatever the evidence supports. And so the Bible can't be just perception because these things are coming into fruition. They're manifesting as we speak. They're unfolding before our very eyes. So let's not be... Uh, naive in any kind of way of knowledge. This is why people are destroyed, as Hosea 4, 6 says, because we lack knowledge. And so, yes, I do believe, Mr. Randolph, that this particular Omicron is alien in, in nature. And I do believe because it's of the COVID virus, it's a so-called uh, mutated variant of it, that this is an experimentation to depopulate people, to get rid of people. It also is to see who can survive and who can't and why. And every time they keep telling you, well, you might need another booster. How many times have you known in your lifetime of having the flu or anything else and you had to get a vaccine that you had to take this many vaccine shots and then get a damn booster over something that wasn't even FDA approved and something that just miraculously came out back in December or November of last year. Come on. And yet this whole thing of COVID was pre-planned three to four years in advance through TV programs and everything else you can find when you go back and do the research on it. How coincidental is that? Sure, we know back in the early 2000s it was called SARS, right? It's so-called came from Wuhan, so they say. I think that China had a part to play in it. I don't think it comes from China. Our military already had, if we do enough research, and there's people I know personally who have been in the military for many years, they had already knew about this years ago, but they could not say anything because they could get in trouble or worse. People's lives have been threatened. Scientists have been threatened. And some of these scientists have disappeared from the face of the earth. They can't find them. This isn't speculation. This is actually going into research in this and 
you know, just like they haven't told you, but there's there's uh, uh, AI technology robots that they were uh, testing in, in one of the labs. And I think it was China or Japan a few years ago. And one of the robots killed a few of the damn scientists, literally killed them. They were trying to make them more military like. And something malfunctioned. This was some iRobot shit that took place. But you don't see it on none of the news broadcasts. Or you didn't hear it. Just like you guys don't even remember or have heard. The the ex-vice uh, president. Who was working for Facebook. The guy I kept telling you about. That said that Facebook had nefarious agendas. To program people's minds and take over. And he got fired. I'm, I hope the guy's still alive. But no one remembers her. So we made a big deal about this lady who recently blew a whistle on Facebook. I think that was a a, 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 a propaganda. I think that was publicity stunt. You know, this was a deployment of action taken, planned in order for Mark Zuckerberg to get his metaverse um, launched. It needed to have some type of... Uh, reason for him to change things that shit was was planned but the thing about the guy who used to work for them that wasn't planned he knew things he took a chance in risking his life to tell about it and he's no longer in the picture now i hope he's still alive but he's no longer in the picture with facebook and no one has any recollection of that no one and so now we're coming into metaverse we're coming into the infinity sign the prism of light that he uses as a symbol, they actually moved their location. They're actually located at one hack away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this shit, you can't make this up, fam. And then all the things that we talked about in the show. So, yeah, I definitely believe Omicron is alien light. I do believe that's why they put certain things in the in the vaccines. Again, I'm not here to scare anyone. If you have the vaccine, I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying you're going to die. I'm not saying you're not going to make it to heaven. I'm not saying that. I am saying be mindful of what you put in your body. Don't allow fear to consume you. And you guys have rights and, and, and all sorts of reasons why you took it. And you don't have to explain that to me or anyone. That is your personal right. Um, my job is to just give you information. It's not too late for anybody who's taking the vaccine. What I want you guys to be careful of, though, is do research before you jump to conclusions. Do research before you are threatened to take things. They're going to threaten you or try to make you take the mark of the beast. That's the whole point. The world is against us. We're not we're going to look like the domestic terrorist family. So um, they're trying to manipulate our DNA. Yes, they are. And DNA the deoxide ribonucleate acid is what it stands for but the abbreviation dna if you take the n and put it to the um to the end it becomes the word dan and in the bible in genesis chapter 49 verse 17 it talks about the tribe of dan which is a serpent race that's not an expression or metaphor for people who are vipers and lies and all that no this is talking about a literal damn race of beings that are serpent-like and it's called the tribe of Dan. I got other parts of the Bible that will support this. Again, guys got to do translations. Just can't go by what you're reading in English and then want to hear somebody interpret what they think. We got to do translations. And that's what makes this stuff relevant. DNA. 
Do you know that the reptilian serpent masters are actually master geneticists and that a lot of the beings? Okay, let me give you one that you do know. What is the devil? What is he considered? Other than Satan, he's called what? Other than Satan or the devil, he's also referred to as what in your Bibles? That old what? That old dragon, that who? Serpent. Was that a metaphor too? Because he said that was a serpent in the Garden of Eden and he was a serpent in Revelations who got kicked out of heaven in, in Revelations chapter 12. No, it's a damn dragon. We're talking about draconians. We're talking about reptilian people. Read Daniel chapter 2 verse 43. Who is the they that's mingling with the seed of man, mixing with uh, iron and clay? Who? It can't be human. See, this is what I'm telling you guys. I don't mind having answers for anybody who thinks otherwise because I can use the Bible to support what I say. Therefore, I don't have to worry about it. When you study to show yourself approved unto God, he will give you all the understanding you need to, to and all the tools you need. And that's why I say I don't blame the last guy who we just talked about, um, uh, you know, about the debating uh, people because which is Mr. Randolph right now. Not the last guy, but currently we're on Mr. Randolph uh, about debating, because if, if you debate and you're doing it in the right way and not with any evil intent, the truth will always support itself. The lies was going to always have to be something that has to keep on trying to cover itself. Lies will not last. The truth will always last. And so, yes, sir, I believe that, Mr. Randolph, you're correct. I will expound more on this also, though, in the part two of um, our Omicron and um, Metaverse. We're going to do a part two. So I'm going to I'm going to talk about this. So I don't want to give too much answers. I don't want to stay on this uh, too much longer. But I definitely thank you so much for your email, sir. Thank you. And peace be unto you as well. You guys are asking some of the most great, amazing questions. This is stuff that touches my heart because this stuff that I take the time to do the research in and bring it to you. So if anybody wants to ridicule anybody, let them ridicule me. All right. You could say that crazy J rated R said it. He don't know what he's talking about. Hey, I'm cool with that because the truth always wins. Um, family, we've got time for uh, one more person. We're running out of time. So what I'm going to do is take another commercial break and then we will come back and we will do Miss Bendia of India. So don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. family it is your boy jay rated all and that's right you are tuning in to pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt we're going to give a special special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine she's a woman filled with the spirit of christ filled with the spirit of the most high and i want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She is definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. 
R-O-C-K-C-U-T, and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement, and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her, subscribe to her channel, and much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. family you are tuning in to pharaoh radio i'm your boy jay read it all and we are at the last part of our questions and answers so thank you all all of you that have tuned into the show that have given your time your ear gates and listen and your support and definitely family just as a reminder again whatever you guys can donate to pharaoh radio It is for a good cause. And for those of you that have been doing that or have done that, I thank you so kindly. Uh, The show is growing and a lot of it is has to do with you all. Otherwise, if there's no you, there's no favorite radio. It's just that simple. Uh, And this information, it takes time. It takes a lot of research, a lot of time and effort. Uh, And if I made any mistakes, I always go back and correct myself. I tell you guys, but I give you guys enough things to look into for yourself so that you can be equipped to handle yourself and and seeing these things for yourself. You don't have to speculate. You don't have to have conjecture or placebos or or anybody saying that this is uh, a theory. And a lot of things are theories, family. But I do believe that all things can be known and discovered if done in the appropriate manner, if given some form of a break through or some link that can give you more answers to whatever it is you're seeking if you believe in the bible and what it has to say then you know this to be true how many times have we read many different types of scriptures that have confirmed there is nothing you can't know if you ask and seek it diligently with the right mind if you pray to the creator and the right being you can know anything He will give you understanding in all things. That is not a fabrication, a play on words. That is not me giving you my opinion. That is right there in the very book you guys, a lot of you guys follow. And then, of course, for those of you who are kind of okay, kind of borderline or don't want to go to the Bible, we do it through other means that I show you that connect to the Bible. Pyramid text. The ancient Egyptian knowledge is thick. It is. It's just unfiltered. It's just so much. And that's why I say that takes time and that takes ordinance and careful uh, study and learning because the Egyptians are not the bad people that we've been deemed to believe they are due to the fact that a lot of these so-called groups and elitists use these different symbolisms in our faces and Hollywood and the in the in the the music entertainment uh, industry and the sports entertainment industry and the movie and everything else. So. 
Uh, yes, there is a lot of that going on that does not indicate that that in itself is evil. Uh, that's why we have these times that we take on the show to break things down accordingly and cordially so that you guys don't have an unfair biased opinion or a prejudice of something that you've been deemed or conditioned to believe without getting all of the story. Uh, I am but one man. I am one of many. I don't have all the answers, but you can go behind me and research a lot of these things that we talk about. We give information, we give resources. There's nothing to hide. And like I said, if I've made any error in anything I've said, please forgive me. I am but a human being in this in this matter, and I do definitely correct myself if I'm aware of it. Um, but I am not here to lead anyone astray. We're all in this game to wake up and to be with the creator. And for many people, that comes from di di many different ways. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to say that before we read our last email, before we conclude our show. And as I said before the last commercial break, we have Miss Bindia, who was from India. Well, welcome, Bindia. Uh, that is a uh, uh, an excellent uh, name, <laughs> uh, Bindia. I actually um, I actually had an aunt that was going to name. Um, her daughter Bendia. So it didn't happen, obviously. Uh, but that was what she had told us when we were kids. She almost had another daughter and she was going to name her Bendia. All right. So, namaste to you, sir. This is what Bendia starts off saying. Thank you for being so well rounded and open on your shows. Your knowledge and respect for multiculture is very impressive and homebound. I am a microbiologist and I have taken quite a keen interest into the things you speak of. You're a very intelligent man, it seems, and I like that a lot about you. You have spoken on subject matters I find very intriguing, to say the least. Your Metaverse podcast presentation was most impressive, and I let a close colleague of mine listen openly with me as she and I worked late last night. She was like saying, you are, you are good, very good, and we both are uh, very intrigued by it. However, we both are single mothers with boys who love those video games that you were referring to with the virtual reality. My son, Tanmay, has a VR headset, which I only limit him to three hours, four times a week. My inquiry, dear sir, is do you believe all VR games are bad? And if not, which games do you recommend? I do believe there is some sinister agendas at play with these VR uh, headsets. Thank you for your hard work. Namaste to you. Well, thank you, Miss Bendia. Um, a microbiologist. Wow. Hey, I have a friend that's a microbiologist and I've heard a lot of things in the science of the world. That's why I say it's good to have people, you know, that have expertise in things. You learn so much. You learn through networking. Um, and thank you and your colleague for both listening and to and getting them also involved. And I'm glad that they, they find me very interesting and like me as well. Um, you know, that means a lot to me guys. Um, and yes, I'm sure that the little guys, well, I don't know your son's age, so I won't say little guy, but um, what I will say is I know that the youth or kids 
in general, and a lot of us adults, which is nothing wrong with this, by the way, we're definitely into video games. VR is a big thing right now. It's It's been big for the last five, six years. Um, it's been in the works for tw- two decades, and it's been talked about for almost three to four decades. So um, even when I was a younger guy, it was in movies back in the day. But back then, it was depicted as science fiction because nobody had even mentioned anything about VR at that time. We saw it in movies like... Uh, lawnmower man and even probably movies before that um in fact this was something that was talked about in the 30s and 40s or 40s and 50s i believe uh from scientists they just had a different name for it at the time so it's not something that is new it's nothing new under the sun that's why i say a lot of things that people talk about it's just old it's old new information is what i like to call it uh, new for us, old for time itself, um, because we have to think about it. We are a lesser evolved race of beings, and these beings who come from the heavens, they had these technologies. They're the ones that brought it to us. These things existed in these higher dimensional planes of existence because those planes are futuristic in, in the sense of what we're used to. Philip K. Dick proves that to us. If you tune into the Philip K. Dick podcast, I did, ladies and gentlemen, I go into talking about who this gentleman is and what his spiritual experiences were that led him to writing all the books and even some of the movies that you guys witnessed today and don't realize who is the real um, co-founder or I don't want to say co-founder, but the one who helped bring or usher in a lot of these ideas that we are talking about right now. And I do feel that Philip K. Dick plays an intricate part in helping bring about, not being the creator of it, of course, but helping bring about the science fiction to become science fact through the things that he spoke of ahead of his time. He was deemed ridiculed and looked upon as crazy when he went before the people at a press conference and told them about being in the Matrix and how he had an experience where a being came from another plane and visited him and took him to a place where everything that we're now experiencing in our reality that didn't exist in his time, they ridiculed him for it. And now I'd like to see those same people's faces being that what he said has come into fruition. Now, he's been dead now, obviously, for quite a few years, uh, probably almost two decades to be exact, three decades. Uh, well, I have to go beyond that. He died in the 80s. So, um, He's been dead 30 plus years at least. But anyway, um, his works live on. Well, let me answer this uh, question that has been on the minds, I'm sure, of many of you all, especially as parents. Uh, do I think personally that VR games are all bad? No. Again, I don't bash the technology. What I look at is who's responsible and who's behind the technology. Now, everything, good or bad, has its 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 complications, especially if it's in its newer stages. There's have to be kinks, things that have to be tweeted and, re- and refined and fine tuned and tested for more safety, for more uh, cautionary, uh, so things of hazards don't come about. We always have to be mindful of those things. Um, But when we talk about do I believe VR games are bad? No, but I do believe that VR in itself and I'm glad that, you know, you said what you said. Now, I have nothing to do with indicating how long 
uh, you guys should to be on at all VRs. But you, I can tell you being a concerned parent, a mother, that you only limit your son's usage of his VR headset, you said, three hours, four times a week. So he gets to use, I'm assuming this means he gets to use his headset. He gets to play on his VR system at least four times a week. And each time he's only allotted three hours in those four times. So um, that means you're monitoring your son. That means that you care about his safety. That means that you don't want his mind to be consumed with that type of technology. When anytime we're dealing with something of a visual cortex and VR is just that, ladies and gentlemen, it's you inserting yourself into a game. You allowing your brain synapses to connect to coordination, functionality, interpretation. I'm sure it's an amazing thing. I've never had a VR. I've never used it. I've seen it. I've read about it. Um, the closest to VR I've gotten is actually leaving the body and, 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 and being in the astral world. <laughs> Nothing gets more real than that. So I can relate to the metaverse based on what I've seen in terms of its research, in terms of what it's going to look like, the idea of it and how they've indicated it in movies. But I personally have spiritual experiences, uh, first and third person in terms of being in the spirit body. I know firsthand what they're trying to duplicate, how they're trying to um, copy, if you will, or replicate the experience in their own way, being creators of their own universe and wanting us to be a part of it by inserting ourselves in it willingly with of course some manipulation to follow in order to help make or bring about our decision a little easier um i do think that there needs to be caution i think that you're doing excellent as a mother to do that for your son um and i also think that more parents should be more mindful of doing the same now i am not personally a parent but if i were i'd do the same now as you read earlier, or as you heard me read earlier, there was Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Gilmore who said they won't even partake in the metaverse, meaning there won't even be a using of virtual reality in their home. And I can't blame them for that either. Um, again, it's not the technology so much, but we have to take time to be more cautious. This stuff may have you don't know what type of implications it may have on your brainwave activity. Some people might end up having seizures when they put these masks on, not just because they're being scared so much, but because there may be a lot of flashing and somebody who's had seizures can't really just put these things on because if they're in this world, and there's a lot of light flashing. It could cause them to have another seizure or go into uh, a stroke. And so uh, that's why I say things we, we have to be careful. We don't know these things. We have to be very cautious and careful as to what we allow our children not only to watch partake in and listen to but now video games are very slick nowadays that i noticed something that's a little deceiving the uh the rated the ratings that they have on these games rated, rated r pg-13 or whatever or ma for mature audience some of these things as pg-13 it's not pg-13 it would be considered rated r because they have cussing some of them have nudity and some of this shit is listed as PG-13. You know, when I was growing up, PG-13 was PG-13. You know, there was hardly no cussing. May you hear the word damn. And they, that was a cuss word that people didn't want to hear back in the day either. 
Now on TV, they openly say the B word. They say S. They say A. It, 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 even some cases, I've heard F on regular networks. And I'm like, damn, we've gotten that open and that uncommon, or shall I say common, in, in the, in the uh, sarcastic sense, where this has become common. The norm. Uh, so, yeah, I think that you are doing well. Just make sure I don't know the age of your son. Uh, but if he's underage and, you know, you're very particular as to what type of things you want or will allow. Be more mindful of that. If you don't know what the video game is about, YouTube it. Because believe me, somebody's got it and somebody's put it out there. So that kind of helps save parents enough time too, just from reading something. They may not get everything that they're reading. They may not get all the information you guys can go online youtube the video game and look at it for yourself but you have to take the time out to do so um that also will give you an indication of what it looks like and what type of game it is before you allow your children to use it and i think it's great that you you're you're monitoring and giving him a limit in terms of time you don't want his mind to be so consumed into that reality that that's all he becomes or thinks about now there are benefits that can come out of anything geniuses can be uh these certain games can help enhance people's intelligence to a degree but it depends on the game and it depends on the equipment it depends on the person but be mindful of who these people are they'll present themselves in this innocent fashion that they're having these technologically uh technological breakthroughs in science and remember the devil wants your kids family i'm not saying everything's the devil again i'm not trying to be pessimistic here just realistic in the sense of do not be naive or deceived in how things come off as looking good. Test the spirits, use discernment, do your research, do your due diligence, ask the questions. If you're not getting the answers, and you're not sure, don't just go with it just because everybody else is going along. If everybody jumps off the cliff, are you going to do it too? No, you might do it if you have a parachute and you might not do it even if that, If even if you have a parachute. Point I'm making is make your own minds up, use your own best judgment and pray pray for the sermon if you don't have answers pray for the answers you'll get them just be patient prayer is is, is never old-fashioned it's not something that's just speculative it's actual divine power and so it does come with faith it does come with belief but you have to want something in order to get it and so i know i've prayed and wanted and i've gotten be careful how you ask for things if you're not specific you may get it, but it may not be in the way you want it. But prayer is a real thing, family. Love is a real thing. And so is everything else. We are, like I said, we don't accredit ourselves enough credit as spiritual beings having a human experience. And we damn sure don't give enough credit to the creator of all things, as we should. We partake in things and we only want to call on some divine help or God when something is going on in our lives that's not so good or when there's trouble or signs of trouble or catastrophe or a travesty or some type of hazard. Then we want to say, oh, God, oh, Jesus, oh, Buddha, whatever you whoever you call to. That's when these beings get recognition should not do that. Um, again, I'm not here to be a religious con consultant. Uh, first of all, I'm not religious. But I am very spiritual and uh, I do rock with the Bible and I also rock with the information that I have, you know, shared with you all in other avenues in other uh, respects, such as uh, aspects of Kemet. 
not the watered down new age versions, but the actual study and the appreciation of what it represents. You still have to be careful with the entities that you guys talk about, because a lot of these beings could become fallen angels or have been. But I rock with the morals, I rock with the nature, and I rock with the technologies. And uh, none, nothing we've talked about is speculation. Um, it was also brought to my attention about 1928. Look that up. Look at Google Giza Stargate found in 1928. And it didn't come into the States until like 1930 to 1933. They wanted to get it in, in, in our hands, the Egyptians. They didn't want Germany to have their hands in it. It's a real Stargate that was found in the Giza in 1928. This is to let you know that when we talk about Stargate's family, when we talk about interdimensional travel, for those of you who need proof and evidence, there it is. Look it up. Read the article. But this has been going on since the beginning of time. This is in your Bibles when we talk about the Tower of Babel. This is in, uh, in, in the pyramid text. This is in the Sumerian tablets, these gateways, these beings. Understand what you're looking at. This is where movies get like Stargate get all this from. They get it from actual things. Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Buckaroo Banzai. All these sci-fi movies and shows and series. This is where it comes from. Not just naming a few. I didn't get into it. Indiana Jones. Look at the artifacts and the the relics and things in that movie that he was searching for. The first movie of Indiana Jones was called Raiders of the Lost Ark. What is a raider? It's an invader. Right? Uh, Somebody who raids something. Right? Of the Lost Ark. What Ark are they talking about? The Ark of the Covenant. Right. Number two, uh, Indiana Jones movie, Temple of Doom. That's the one I was referring to where the dude calls out Cali, Cali Ma. You know, look at that movie. Look at the artifacts in that movie. That movie takes place in India. And so then you have the third Indiana Jones movie. Right. Which is the one with uh, Sean Connery in it. And so all these and then you have the fourth one, which is the Crystal Skull. And that's an actual skull that we talk about in the Mayan prophecies. That's actually coming from the Olmec people. Right. And that actually goes all the way back to the Ark of the Covenant of Osiris. These things are real. This They come from real places, real information. They put it in movies, depicted as fiction. Later on, you guys find out these things have been real all along. Now you have to readjust all of what you thought you knew as what you thought was real versus what you thought was fake. That's why I say don't judge anything until you have actual knowledge and full evidence to support that information. On that note, family, it has been a blessing. Ms. Bendia, we thank you also for your kindness. Thank you so much for sharing uh, parts of, of who you are and asking your question. Um, I'm, I do believe, like you said, there is a sinister agenda at play. And that's what we're here to reveal. We're here to reveal the other side of things. We're not here to kill anything positive or to downplay anybody. But we want people not being naive, thinking that all this is positive. There's always two sides to a story. 
and there's always something that needs to be looked at in order to further transmute it for the better or to just bring about awareness so that you can protect yourselves. That's what the Ephesians 11, uh, uh, chapter 6, verse 11 through 12 tells us. Put on the full armor of God so that you don't fall or become victim to the wiles, meaning a.k.a. the deception of the devil, because he's the master of lies. He has many devices. We see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Read it. Um, do not be deceived. That's why the days have been shortened for the elect's sake, so that we do not be deceived. Because we can be deceived like anyone else. Because this illusion, this world, is not what we think. But we can become victim by it because we are in the world and then we end up becoming of it. Because it's right in our face. So be careful of these things. And I'm not judging any of you who have a VR headset. Like I said, I'm curious myself to see what it's like. I like to experiment with things, but I like to be careful and cautious about doing it. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go all in and all for this. I'm not I'm not I'm not for the metaverse. I'm really not. But I definitely if I'm around, if I'm alive still and if I can afford a VR headset and some other things, I will experiment because I want to bring the truth to, to, to light. I want to tell people and even show people if I can what these things look like. But some things that I'm not willing to experiment with. If it's the most high's will for me to do so, then it, it'll be done. If it's not, and I got a choice in the matter, then I probably won't. <laughs> you know, but anyway, family, that's going to conclude our show for today. I hope the questions and answers were just as exciting for you guys as they always are for me because it is you guys that make this possible. And if I didn't get to any of you out of the, the, the hundreds to thousands of you who, who write me, please do not be upset. Again, I am but one person. I'm still checking emails, family, that were from last week. Um, I did get a little lazy over the holidays, but I had been tired from working and stuff. And... Uh, you know, I just needed some rest mentally more than anything. And I answered a lot of your questions before I even put some of these questions on air. I, I you know, had did at least 60 of y'all's emails. And um, I told you I will get to everybody as I always do. Um, a lot of you are emailing me more and more. So it's, it's taken me longer to catch up to emailing you back. But just be patient with me. And uh, just keep supporting Favor Radio. I really appreciate it so much. I am so humble that a lot of you are taking time out to even do that. It speaks a lot. And those of you who aren't able, it's not no knock to you. Support me in other ways. Tell people about the show. Give them the links. Tell them I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts, family. I'm on Anchor. I'm on all of these things. Support me. The more, the merrier. Um, and like I said, donations do help make things a lot easier because it gives me an opportunity to broaden the show. Um, but I could definitely use your help in networking. Talk about me. Don't keep me a secret. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that for popularity. I'm saying that because this is a show that talks about any and everything. Somebody might need to hear some, something in one of these podcasts I do. And if it can help bring a light to you people, you know. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the people. And I'm here for the people and with the people because I'm a, I'm a person myself. I don't separate me from y'all. 
I look at you all like I look at myself. And that's why a lot of times when I'm putting out there information, I put myself out there first. You know, so it's not like I see myself as somebody else outside of you all. That That's crazy. Uh, I have no ego about this. So on that note, family, we're going to close it out. Thank you all once again. Hope you all are safe. Keep your prayers going. It protects you. It protects the ones you love. It protects those you don't know. It brings bonds. It heals bonds. It amends things. It, 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 you know, it heals all things. And on that note, I'm your boy, J. Reed at all. You already know who it is and why we do it. Y'all stay safe. I'm out. Peace and namaste.